This is the Patriots Training Camp Cast. The Patriots Training Camp Cast is your source for all the news from Patriots Training Camp. Well, I do still watch the news. Practice is over, but the writers of Patriots.com have you covered. What did I miss yesterday? Now, here to review today's practice, the writers of Patriots.com. Today, that would be Evan Lazar and Paul Perillo. No Mike Dussault. A rare absence for Mike uh, in these training camp casts. It's uh, it's family day today. It's family day. His boys are here. Tyson Campbell is here. Correct. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) <laughs> Tyson Campbell, Tyson Campbell. The Jaguars. So, uh, but I will say Mike uh, took in day 12 of training camp he before he um, he relieved himself of his duties. Uh, full pads. Uh, yeah. Once again, um, we sort of talked about that a little bit on the normal PU program. Uh, a little bit of a shorter, maybe a half hour less. A lot of preparation work, I would say, for Thursday night. Uh, what really stood out to me, Evan, was, you know, the first team period, it's Bailey Zappi. Yeah. So my guess is you're going to see – uh, Zappy to start. Then you saw a lot of Trace McSorley and Malik Cunningham. Wouldn't be surprised to see a good good chunk of all three of those Thursday night. Yeah, there was definitely a, a clear line of Mac and some of the other top receivers that he's been throwing to regularly in these practices were going through drills either on a, a separate field or just behind the, the guys that are going to be playing on Thursday night. And there was a, definitely a feel of Bailey Zappi is going to going to start on Thursday night for the Patriots. And you'll see some of the exciting younger receivers, I'm sure, you know, Pop Douglas and Kayshawn Booty will probably be his primary yeah, receiver. I think so, so you're not, it's not like you're going to see, you're not going to see anybody on Thursday night that might make the team or have some value on the team, but it's going to be uh, this, the clear cut veteran starter group. It looks like they're all going to sit out and actually after practice Dietrich wise, basically spilled the beans and said Did as he really? much yeah he said he's not going to play and if he's not playing Ooh, then that they won't like that the domino effect yeah yeah now one guy um semi-regular guy i would say is taekwon thornton yeah I, I think i think you could get some of him thursday I night do too i think at least for the first couple of drives it, i don't know how long zappy's gonna play right. but i i would think that as long as zappy is out there that we will see taekwon with him and i, I think the interesting thing with taekwon is he's I, I don't want to be too strong, but, but I, I can't really think of another word besides demoted, honestly, to a, a secondary group of receivers and not with those frontline guys. But he is popping in those reps that he's getting. Now, I would like to see him against a Christian Gonzalez, for example, or some of the leading guys on the defensive side of the ball at the cornerback position. But I have noticed that his speed and uh, his ability to create separation with that speed has given no pun intended, the Amir Speeds and Isaiah Boldens of the world, some problems. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if Taekwon sees some run on Thursday night. It wouldn't surprise me if he makes some plays on Thursday night. Yeah, no, well, no question. He should get an opportunity. He's going to be playing against some guys that probably are fighting for roster spots and yeah. whatnot. Um, some bookkeeping. Trey Flowers did, uh, you know, officially sign with the team. We did not see him out at practice I know the media relations department was efforting to try to get him to come out and speak. Uh, I hadn't seen him. Evan and I did not stay till the very end of the media availability. They but told us it was a wrap. So it, it was a wrap. Yeah. Okay. So uh, unless it surprises us. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, obviously he's not going to be uh, involved on Thursday night either, but he is uh, in the fold. Still no Ty Montgomery. Uh, still no Cole Strange. Um, you know, Matthew Slater was back in uniform, but one interesting guy I thought from a health-related standpoint was Trent Brown, who yeah. did take some scout team reps at the toward the end of practice with Mac Jones, 
uh, at quarterback running the scout. Mac Jones seemed to have a, a great time running the scout team, too. Maybe um, a little bit too much fun. Maybe a little too much fun. Uh, I agree. Uh, looked like Trent was pretty rusty. He had some problems with, I think, Sam Roberts on a couple of plays. Um, he was, you know, just out there. So I would say that that's a progression from what we've seen since uh, pads came on. You know, so another thing to keep in mind. Yeah, yesterday he was a part of the walkthrough at the very beginning of practice. Today he did the walkthrough again and then took some, I would say, three-quarter speed live reps at left tackle uh, that you just mentioned. So definitely a ramp up in participation for him. And we also saw uh, Matthew Judon take his first one-on-one rep today in O-line, D-line uh, one-on-ones, and then also get a little bit of team run as well. So I think both those guys are starting to dial it up a little bit. And this was my, not to toot my own horn, but this was my prediction a little bit that once we get to Green Bay and once we get to the joint practices, as long as Brown is healthy, I think that him and Judon will participate in Green Bay. I, I think we'll see them in both joint practice sessions, and that might be it, but I think we will see them. Yes, and uh, one other thing I'll add before we, we put a wrap on this, uh, both Marcus Jones and Demario Douglas spoke after practice. Um, interesting to hear them talk about one another. They've got yeah. against each other a lot in some of the one-on-ones. Makes a lot of sense. They're both smaller guys that rely more on on speed and quickness interesting to hear how uh each of those guys talked about the other and helping them um sort of develop and uh marcus jones in particular i thought was complimentary of douglas's ability to get in and out of breaks stop and start yeah um you know it doesn't really slow down um which is probably a little bit rare for a rookie yeah i mean look his route running is is fantastic it really does stand out the quickness uh the no wasted movement and out of the break which is really big for all receivers but i think a lot of these speed guys sometimes uh, believe it or not it, it, the hardest part is decelerating and stopping yourself and being able to then change directions and that his ability to do that definitely stands out I, I think the one thing with him and not to you know rain on the parade I'm, I'm not you know i'm a pop douglas guy i'm excited I about know, you induce but you smack me around every day let's just wait until we see it in some live 11 on 11 or preseason work because it's great that he's a one-on-one darling it's great that he's great in seven on seven but that's not real football and one-on-one i think this is a little bit of a gripe that i have that i i, I can't just let go for some reason but one-on-ones for wide receivers and corners is not real football. No. It, it's not real football. There's no help in the middle of the field. There's no pass rush. These are just covering guys on an island. And if somebody like Demario Douglas, who does have insane quickness and, and good speed, if he's not separating in one-on-ones, then he's not an NFL player, like period. But that doesn't make him a, a superstar just because he's going out right. there and beating people in one-on-ones. So I'm really interested to see him on Thursday night because I want to see – okay, we, we see the traits, we see the skill, and we, and we see the burst, but is that really going to, to translate once we get between the lines on Thursday night? So you guys can continue to listen to Mike and Paul about Demario Douglas <laughs> if you want to stay excited, if you want to get rained on the parade. I am excited, you know, you take, but it's, you take the Evan th- no, this I'm, just, is, I'm just teasing. I'm just being honest. Like This is such a training camp player for me right now now. where it's difficult to tell of whether or not this is just a guy that in in training camp practices where contact isn't quite as as full tilt as a real game is just going to be a star because he's so fast or if this is truly a player that can go out there and do it on Sundays and and we'll have to wait and see on that all right so that's going to put a wrap on not only day 12 but our training camp casts because as of now there will be no more open training camp practices 
I think that could change in terms of the media, maybe mm-hmm. on Sunday, Monday-ish. Um, and we'll, I'm not sure if we'll have training camp casts yeah. for those days. But um, it's been a quick couple of weeks. And I think, you know, uh, they got a decent amount of work done. You could see the progression, I think, that you're looking for that we didn't see last year offensively. It started in a similar spot, but I think it got better uh, most days, uh, whereas last year it just stayed the same. So yeah. I think if you're looking for reasons for optimism offensively, that would be it. You're seeing the progression. Yeah, I definitely saw the progression, I would think, uh, mainly in the red zone. Like, remember the first couple of days in the red zone was ugly for the offense. I'll tell you, those hard play action with the little swing to yeah. the back is giving the defense fits yeah. all, all summer. Yeah, now all of a sudden they're starting to make some more plays. Mike Kosicki had maybe the catch oh, of training camp. Tremendous. I'm glad you brought that uh, up. On tremendous a, one-handed catch. One-handed catch, tap toe toes. Tap. I think there were three defenders in the area. And there was an official there to give him the touchdown. Yeah, too. it was a, it was a touchdown, and uh, he's come on a little bit uh, last couple of days as well. So I, I think that's the biggest part that you know people ask me, what's the biggest difference between the offense this year and the offense last year? And I just think that this year the details look like they're, they're being ironed out it looks like the timing and the rhythm and then also obviously the scheme is is doing what it's supposed to be doing at, at most of the time now I think they've looked good you know the skeleton the seven on seven looks good let's see what the offensive line play right. looks like and how it all comes together from there but in terms of the timing uh, the ability to get open from the receivers within the structure of the scheme quarterbacks receivers night and day compared to last year all right so that's evan lazar paul perillo that's going to put a wrap on day 12 here in foxborough